First Class Fatherhood. That is where Alec Lace comes in with his popular podcast. And one of the most interesting was on a podcast. Alec Lace interviews high-profile fathers from actors to NFL players with a vision to change the narrative of fatherhood and family life. Welcome, everybody, episode 695 of First Class Fatherhood. I am happy, as always, to be here with you guys, and I was absolutely devastated to hear of the shooting that took place at the Covenant School in Nashville, Tennessee. It was a Christian school. Three nine-year-old kids lost their life, along with three other adults. Uh, It's just so sickening to hear the story, and of course... Uh, All of the media and the rage and everything that went on on social media. We heard all the gun control now nonsense that we always hear about. Whenever this happens, we blame the weapon of choice instead of the individual that creates the act of evil. But just my heart goes out to the families affected in Tennessee that had to just endure the parents' worst nightmare. And of course, the big part of this story is that it was a transgender person that did this. It was a woman, uh, a 28-year-old woman who... claims to be a man or doesn't know it's back and forth we don't know really what's going on with that it's uh, you know people are more upset it seems about misgendering the shooter making them the victim than it is the actual evil act that they pulled out but why i bring this up is because i know that we have seen this big massive push for transgenderism to be shoved down the throats of everybody in this country. We've seen transgender uh, story time, drag queen story hour, where they have drag queens come in and read storybooks to little children. And there is just a sickening display of adults that are bringing their kids to things like this, where they have no business being. And then on the flip side of that, you have guys like Kirk Cameron, who is denied story hour, Uh, in about 50 different public libraries to read his new children's book because it deals with the subject of God, faith, morals, truth, the whole bit. And Kirk Cameron's children's book was published by Brave Books. And joining me on the podcast today is the CEO and founder of Brave Books. Trent Talbert joins me on the podcast. I absolutely love what Trent has created with Brave Books. Brave Books is a conservative Christian's book publishing company. Uh, It features a fictitious island called Freedom Island. And Trent Talbert has been able to lock down several great authors to come in and tell different stories that all have to do with faith, love, forgiveness, hope, charity. His vision for the Brave Book series was to help parents create a tight-knit and loving family united around truth and be able to withstand any assault by culture. I highly recommend this series to any dad, any parent that's out there listening to this podcast, Brave Books. The link is going to be in the description of this podcast episode. It is a wonderful series. You have heard many of the authors right here on the podcast that are a part of this series, and you end up getting one book a month. That's how the series works. But so many of the authors, you've heard them right here. I've been honored to have them as guests on the podcast here, including Kurt Cameron, Sean Spicer, Congressman Mike Waltz, Robbie Starbuck, Dinesh D'Souza, Sheriff Mark Lamb. The series is well illustrated, well done. I really invite all you parents to at least check it out. Uh, Go to the website, Brave Books. You'll see the link to it down in the description below. And just a little footnote here. I did record this interview with Trent Talbert prior to the shooting that took place uh, in the Covenant Christian School there. So we do not discuss it in this interview, but I thought it would be a good lead in to the episode, which is why I brought it up. I'm honored to have him on the podcast today. Trent Talbert will be here with me in just a few minutes. So please stick around for the interview. 
And today's interview with Trent Talbert was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. If you'd like to watch today's conversation between the founder of Brave Books and myself, please subscribe to First Class Fatherhood on YouTube. Link is in the description of today's podcast episode. All right, I got another exciting recommendation for you parents out there listening. If you're familiar with the Pure Flix app, the streaming app, new movie Miracle at Manchester will be coming out. It debuts Friday, this Friday, March 31st on the Pure Flix app. It tells the story of a 15-year-old boy uh, who fights almost impossible odds as he discovers he has a brain tumor. Uh, it tells the relationship of him and his father. It's based on a true story. And next week, among actors that are in the film, I will be doing an interview with Richard and Bryce Newman, who the film is based on. I highly recommend that you watch this one with your family. Uh, Pure Flix, they sent me a screener of the film. Uh, it, it is a moving, touching film filled with everything that is missing in our society right now, meaning faith, family, God, love, and all the above. So I highly recommend it. it. Again, it'll be out Friday. My interviews with the actors from the movie and Richard and Bryce Newman themselves will be dropping next week. So be sure you bring it back here for that. And don't forget about the MyPillow deal. Buy one, get one free on the MyPillow 2.0. Plus, you could save up to 80% on your order. Get over to MyPillow.com. Use the promo code FATHERHOOD. All right, if you have an opportunity, please let me spread the word about the podcast to every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list and let them know about the show that's here celebrating fatherhood and family life. You guys know it. Father's Day is every day right here on the podcast. And here comes my interview right now, straight up with Trent Talbert on First Class Fatherhood. Joining me now, First Class Father, Trent Talbert. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Hey, Alec. Thanks for having me. Well, it's a pleasure to have you here. Let's start like this. How many kids do you have? How old are they? I've got two kids. They are two and a half and one and a half and a third on the way. Wow. Congratulations there. You, uh, you know what you're having? You have an agenda reveal? You're waiting to the end? Waiting for, for a surprise. Wow. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, that's what we did. on our. We have four. We did that on our third one. We waited till the end. Did you wait with the other two or did you know? Uh, I waited for my first Charlotte and then the second I was, I, I was just, I sort of had this fear that I was going to have nothing but girls. And so I was getting stressed out. So I, I did, I tested, um, or we got an ultrasound and, and had a boy Titus, Titus Alexander with the second one. Wow. Very cool. So you're going to break the tie now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. If you could Trent, please, uh, take a second here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. Yeah, I, was a happily practicing ophthalmologist up until 20, 2020 COVID um, when I had Charlotte. And when she was born, I it just everything changed, you know, it, it, which happens when you have a child. But um, she was sleeping in my arms. I'm holding her, scrolling through Twitter. And I stumbled across the trailer for the film Cuties. And I don't know if you're familiar with that, but it's yep. it, it's a movie that's net, Netflix film that sexualizes young girls and it's like 10 to 12 year old girls and it just it made me sick to my stomach grossed me out and I just couldn't help thinking about you know what it'd be like what that Charlotte's going to be that age before I know it and that's the world that she's going to be growing up in and 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 basically just felt something on my heart to to push back against what culture is pushing on our kids and and you know because it's sort of like whenever you get a new car you see that new car everywhere when I had Charlotte, I just began to see the indoctrination and the the sexualization and the demoralization that that our kids are faced with. And it just it really messed with me for whatever reason. And so I decided to leave my career as an ophthalmologist and start Brave Books. And 
what we do is we we come out with a new children's book that's conservative Christian um, that that takes on some of these topics that our kids are faced with in culture, and we have kids book kids books about them and and help helps parents start a conversation about these these issues whether it's gender reality, the sanctity of life, dangers of communism, honesty, hard work, things like that. Yeah, I, I love what you're doing with the series, Trent. I've had several of the authors on the podcast here. Kirk Cameron's been on. Uh, I think Dinesh D'Souza did a book with you, right? I believe. Yeah, he's been here. Uh, Jack Posobiec. A lot of the guys that uh, really support those kind of values. And you're right. There is an attack not only just on the family unit in this country, but there is an attack and a war of, on the mind for our kids. And it just seems to be everywhere you turn. I mean, I, I've driven a lot of Uber over the years. And whenever I get the young girls in the car that play the music through the car and what they're listening to and what they're saying about themselves. And it's just so disheartening to see, especially as a father with a young daughter that's coming up through the pipeline right now. It's uh, they're scary stuff. So it's great to see uh, a resource like this. Uh, what what has been I know uh, I know you could take me through with the Kirk Cameron. I know he got like uh, banned from certain libraries, not allowed to go in there. What has been obviously probably great feedback from the right. But what has been the feedback that you've been getting or the response from the left? From the left? I mean, yeah, we've as we've gotten more successful, we've been under more and more scrutiny. And and, you know, we've had we've had some obstacles that we've had to deal with. You know, we we didn't shy away from our beliefs with our very first book, Elephants Not Birds, we touched on um, trans, the, the trans issue. And that's a very sensitive topic to the left. And so we we dealt with with things like Google shutting us down for a while, Facebook shutting down our ads account, which is a huge source of, of growth. And and so we, we've had to overcome our share of obstacles, but um, but it's made us stronger. You know, we've we've just figured out we figured we've learned a lot over these last two years and, and all the obstacles have, have made us stronger. And now, now we're doing like a nationwide tour with Kirk Cameron going to going libraries every, every weekend. And, and so we found other ways to get the word out. Yeah. And well, and props to you for what you're doing because it's so needed right now. There's a definitely a void or a space there in our culture for what you're doing. I think the timing couldn't be better. Uh, for you guys to be coming on right now. And I know that, I mean, I know I had, uh, you talk about the transgender. I know I had Governor Ron DeSantis on the podcast here when he passed the fatherhood initiative bill. Uh, but I know that he took a lot of slack for what they called the don't say gay bill, which never said don't say gay. It was all about keeping this kind of crap out of the classroom of the kindergarten, first, second grade. It seems like that's where the aim is. It seems like at that kindergarten to third grade level, uh, they are making a hard press to get to the minds of those kids and just poison it with all this sexual orientation, gender identity that has no business in the classroom. I'm here in New Jersey and it is, it is over the top what they're trying to push on to the kids. And it seems like they're very proud of it uh, to be doing it. And they seem to think it's like a great thing. Like we're accomplishing something by doing it. Uh, but, but I think uh, we're going to see a lot of bad effects uh, coming from this uh, very soon. Oh, I mean, we already are, you know, you see the stuff with the, with the trans issue and, and, you know, all, all of these kids that are, that are regretting their, you know, their, their decisions. And it's really, really sad, but it, 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 it's not only that, it's not only the worst case scenario, it's like all the stuff in between of just, you know, you're, you're creating a generation that, that is, is so just confused and demoralized and, and sexualized, you know, and, and the reason why, you know, 
the reason why they're going after the youth, like you said, they, they're focused on the elementary school is is because they're the most susceptible. And so they start as young as they can. And 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 whenever you sexualize kids, it it has a ton of different effects, one of which which is the, the one that I'm most passionate about is, is that it creates a barrier between the parent and the child because the child starts to have, you know, those re- realization that, you know, of, of sexuality. And whenever you, whenever you do that, then it, it creates secrets and, you know, and, and they become more distant, you know, they start to have their own identity and, and, and that's a really dangerous thing because when you, when kids are that young and they're they're separated, they're not not they're not having open conversations with their parents. Then they're vulnerable to the effects that we see on culture, whether it's social media, te- you know, woke teachers, things like that. And and so the, the sexualization of our kids, you know, it it it's so important and it and it's so it it creates so many issues that I don't even think that the vast number of people realize. And, you know, it, it's only coming from one side, Trent. I mean, I mean, that's the truth. It's only coming from the left side, the Democratic side that is pushing this stuff onto the kids. And even when you talk to regular like Democrat uh, or, or left people, they're not all for this at all. Like when you talk to the regular guy on the street that's voted Democrat his whole life, he doesn't believe in pushing this stuff onto the kids. So it's a, it's not the, the majority of the base that believes in it, but it's we're seeing from the media, the way that they portray it, you would think everybody in the country is on board with this. And it's simply not true. And, and, and there's already a, um, a, and again, the messaging from the left when it comes to family is uh, kids don't belong to their parents. They belong to the whole community. And, right. and on, obviously on the right, it's about family. It's about values. It's about faith. And those things ring more true towards, towards the core values in this country. But I, I truly believe that the fact that so many dads have been, um, missing from the family units and we have a fatherless crisis i think that's really the key to solving so much of the trouble that's going on in our country right now what's your take on that yeah i i agree completely you know men men have a distinct role in the family unit and they also have a distinct role in society in, in my opinion and and it's typically the men that you know need to that historically have shown the courage to to stand up and call out things that need to be called out and, and to protect their kids and to protect the kids in the community. And I, yeah, I think that, that we need more men to stand up and to stand up and fight for, for our kids because our kids need us very badly. Yeah. Well said. Now are you planning on, or if you, I don't know if you have, excuse me if I'm, if I'm, if I'm not sure, but uh, do you have a uh, video component for these books coming online? Do you have something that could be getting to the streaming sources where you're going to have uh, cartoon versions of these books? Is that something like that in the works or is that already out? It's, it's not out. Um, it is in the works though. So our sort of step, stepwise phases that we're, that we're um, approaching that is, we're starting off with picture books, so the four to ten year old range, and then we're currently working on some ch- chapter books, some middle grade chapter books, as well as young adult novels. And then after that, then we're we're going to get into our TV show or movies, whatever. But we we definitely we definitely want to see this on screen, and and we will. But um, but we 
we want to do it right. And, and that's a big process of, and, and, you know, you really only have one, one shot with that. So we want to, we want to come correct. Yeah. Well, I, I hope that, uh, that you do, because we definitely need that content on our streaming services, just from having my kids. Uh, if you sit down and actually watch what they're watching on Disney plus or what they're seeing on YouTube and you sit there and watch it, you're like, Whoa, 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 let's start, you know, and so, so many kids in our country are going unchecked with what they're watching. Uh, they have such easy access to the screens and to all this streaming stuff that, uh, you know, you can put them in front of it, walk away and do what you're doing. And they're just, they're full on getting attacked. Uh, and, and it's terrible what's going on there. Uh, so how about bringing it back into you as a father here? Uh, are you reading the brave books to the kids here? What does your bedtime routine look like? Does it include a brave book at night? Of course. Of course. Yeah. My daughter is obsessed with them. You know, she's only two and a half and you know, typically we say it's best for four to 10 year olds, but she, she loves them. And, and she's actually been able to follow along what's going on. So uh, I, I don't know if you, I don't know how familiar you are with our brave books, but we've got one character. His name is Blackheart. He's like the main villain and so she is just obsessed with that character and always talking about you know she she likes to come and scare me and pretend that she's black art so it's been a lot of fun to see to see like ideas from you know two years ago to make it to the books and then and then get into her mind and her imagination it's been really awesome um but 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 yeah I, brave books are a staple in our, our routine we also have a gospel a story bible that we read and and just making sure that she's hearing truth and, and we sing and yeah, bedtimes are a special time. You know, it's just, it, it's, it, it's so sweet. You know, she, the, the kids are starting to get tired. They're drinking their bottles <laughs> and, and they're not, they're not running around for once, you know? So I love, that's my favorite time of day. Yeah. I, ha I have the one here with uh, Robbie Starbuck. I had him on the podcast when he did it. And I, one thing is that the illustrations are phenomenal in the book too. So uh, I, I think, like I said, overall, you guys have done it. Is there a certain uh, author, a certain guy out there or a certain gal out there that you guys have on your radar, I'm sure, uh, that you're trying to get in there to write a book for you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we've got – man, We're as we're getting bigger, more and more people want to author a book with us. So it's getting really fun, like the, the names that are DMing us and reaching out. I don't want to give away any surprises, but, but yeah, we've got some huge names for 2023, and we're in talks with some – maybe even bigger names in 2024. Wow. But, but you, you know, we're, and we've gotten a little bit out of just politics, you know, we're starting to get into just mainline celebrities and, and Christians. And, and so that's been really cool as well, you know, because there is a political aspect to what we're doing for sure. And we do think it's important to cover those, these political topics, things like freedom and sanctity of life and the second amendment, first amendment. But more than anything, our where our, our heart is 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 to just help build a strong generation and strong morality. You know, morality is instilled by the age of ten, and we we really um, believe that that in in teaching those lessons, you know, lessons like hard work, honesty, um, topics like that is 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 it, something we feel called to do. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, I know that. And of course, so many of the, uh, the people who are non-politicians get their careers just destroyed from coming out and speaking about 
uh, family values and wanting to strengthen the union. I, I know guys like uh, Dean Kane, I think will be a phenomenal guy with you for you guys, even like Kevin Sorbo, uh, guys like that, that have seen that kind of backlash. And I get it just from having the guys on the podcast here. Like, so I see it all the time and it's, it's so, I, it's comical at this point just to see the uh, people get, you know, all bent out of shape over just having a guest on the show. So it's just, uh, it's been uh, ridiculous to see. And uh, then uh, let me see here. You have the, the new one coming. Uh, do you, does your son and your daughter, are they aware that they're having a, a little brother, or a little sister here? What's kind of been the reaction in the household there? With their, When is the baby due? Baby's due in June. Okay, so you got some no, time. No, sorry, it's, it, it, it's July. Um, you uh, better get that, that right. We'll have to edit that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, my, my oldest, Charlotte, she is aware um Titus has no idea he <laughs> I don't know what's going on in his head besides food and and yanking his sister's hair you know <laughs> but um yeah it, it it's fun it's so fun watching watching the kiddos uh, play with each other you know and, and interact with each other and seeing that relationship sort of blossom there's there's a few things that are sweeter in my mind yeah very well said and uh, what we have, how about as far as schooling goes, if you guys thought about had the conversation about what you plan on, do I know a lot of parents out there right now, some of the discussions is keeping kids out of the public school system, trying to get them into the private school system, Catholic school, or do the homeschooling. Have you and your wife had the conversation? What kind of plans you have for your kids' education? We have, we started, you know, we're a few years away from really needing to make a decision there, but we're leaning towards homeschooling up until a point. I don't think we want to homeschool forever, you know, all the way through high school. I think we want to, we want to do something, whether it's a co-op or, or something else, but, but definitely homeschool for the first few years of schooling. Yeah. And have, have you guys been able to get uh, all the books available? I know that my, uh, they do the scholastic, they have the book fairs at the school. Have you guys been able to break into any of those things, the books available in the school systems like that? We're working on it. It's been more challenging than I would have expected. Um, Scholastic's really got a, a monopoly on it, and and but we're working on it. You know, I think that there is a demand. Scholastic's, I don't know if you're familiar, but Scholastic's gone pretty woke recently, and over, over the past you know five, ten years or so. And so, so I think that there is a demand for a competitor in that space, and we're 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 making some strides there. I do know just from going to the to the bookstore all the time, uh, you know, every time you go to the kids book section, it's all woke. Uh, all the top books that are faced out. I mean, that's all you see, whether you're at Target, whether you're at Barnes and Noble. That's what you see every time you go there. So be, what a breath of fresh air it would be to see a brave book right up there next to them to give parents some options when it's uh, just being jammed down your throat so much. Uh, and, and how about as far I know that, that they're young yet. Uh, what was your relationship like with your parents and what kind of discipline style did you grow up with? And is that how you plan on really disciplining your kids as they get older? Yeah, my parents got divorced when I was six um, and they each had their a different parenting style. My mom was more relaxed. My dad was pretty intense. And yeah, but both of them spanked. <laughs> and, and yeah, um, you know, you spare the rod, you spoil the child and and, you know, the, I, I, I'm in line with that. I, 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 I agree with that. And, um, yeah, so that that's where we're at, you know, disciplining a two and a half year old is, is interesting. Um, <laughs> but I, I do think it, you have to start early and, um, but I, I try to just communicate and, and teach first, as opposed to go straight to, to discipline, at least at this age. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. It, it's so it's so funny, Trevor, because so many of the guys, almost I'd say nine out of ten that I bring on the podcast here, they'll all say that they grew up the same way, getting spanked, getting the belt, getting the whooping, getting the switch. Uh, and they all say, oh, I don't do that to, to my kids, you know, and it's like, uh, I don't know if it's because they're afraid to say that they do, because publicly that's looked at as such a negative thing now. If you spank your kid, you're some, you're just, you're a bad parent. Uh, but all these guys turned out to be very successful, and they all say that it helped shape them into who they are. Uh, but meanwhile, we're, they're afraid to do it, and I think that's definitely a conversation uh, but these are conversations that have to happen with husbands and wives as they enter into marriage, start to have kids, because uh, a lot of times you come from two different backgrounds of parenting styles uh, or discipline styles, and then you run into some trouble with that. And I know that right now uh, we need to get our marriages healed in this country as well, because we have so many marriages that are failing, uh, so many relationships that are falling apart. And I, I hope to, you know, hope to God that we could heal that first, because I think if we can get our families tightened up in this country, boy, uh, we wouldn't really have to worry about so much of the other crap that's coming at us. Now, do you guys have any? Are we sticking with the children's, or do you guys? You guys, I thought you say you're going into the teenage realm now with some preteen books, stuff like that. Any adult-themed, uh, faith-based books, anything like that coming in the future for you guys? Yeah, our, our first, our first priority is to um, create some book content for the preteens and teens. Um, but, but yeah, we've, we've, we've had some really interesting ideas for, for adults in the book space. Um, and yeah, we, we've got a lot going on for sure. We, and, and, you know, based on our, our trajectory and, and just the amount of support that, that, that we get, we, we, we think that we're on to something really special and, and just the, the idea of, I mean, it's two things. One, there's such a demand for a brand that parents can just trust, you know, it's, it's like what, going back to what you were saying about, you know, Disney plus and, and all that. And, and, and so many parents are just are worried about letting their kids just um, sit in front of a screen or read books, you know, in w- with all these woke companies. And, and there's a need for a company that Christian conservative parents can just trust that they're getting solid, good, strong morality. And, and um, so, so that I think that's been the root cause of of why we've we've had so much support. The other thing is we've created an awesome world. You know, I don't know how familiar you are with it, but we've created our own universe and our own cast of characters. And kids are really just falling in love with Freedom Island, Team Brave, um, even some of our villains, like I was saying, Blackheart. And um, and there's there's a we're from our subscribers, you know, the people that subscribe to our Book of the Month club there's a real desire to see it on screen to, to have all the the novels so it's it's really our our subscribers our fans that are forcing us to 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 go where we want to go yeah and mine god bless you for what you're doing now also too, to let the parents know that are interested that don't know where do they go to find it where's the best place to send them and tell them about the uh, subscription-based uh, package yeah bravebooks.com is the place to go and what the our core product is a book of the month subscription and you start at the beginning you start with our very first book and you get our second and on and on and the vision is that when christian conservative parents when their kids hit you know four years old or so they start the subscription and the kids grow with it and the families grow with the with the stories and the stories sort of grow with the kids and yeah and we're creating a universe of brand that parents just feel comfortable letting their kids fall in love with heroes that um parents feel comfortable that with their kids falling in love with knowing that they're not gonna go trans or something you know and so so um that's the vision and we we have a new book every single month that teaches a new value 
and parents are loving it. Kids are loving it. It's been incredible. It's, it's a beautiful thing. And I wouldn't be surprised if you have a lot of uh, uh, Democrats on the down low or on the sneak that are getting your books as well. Because as I said, uh, maybe uh, some of the debating topics or political issues, they we don't see eye to eye or they don't see eye to eye with the, with the right side. But when it comes down to faith and family and, and love and success for your kids, I think we're all on board with that. So I, I, I'm sure you're seeing that uh, as well. Last thing I want to hit you with here, Trent, I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about to be father who's out there? Mm. Um, I'd say make it a priority. You know, um, it's it's so important and, and there's nothing more rewarding than than that, than being a father. And so you know, spend spend that time um, and and just ha- have fun with your kids. They're they're a blast if 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 you want to have fun with them. Um, there's endless amounts of fun that you can have with your kids. Yeah, very well said. I love the message. It's been a lot of fun for me. I got to say, Trent Talbot, you're a first class father all the way. And thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on First Class Fatherhood. Thank you, Alec. You have been listening to First Class Fatherhood. Please visit www.firstclassfatherhood.com to find out more details. You can order First Class Fatherhood advice and wisdom from high-profile dads on Amazon.com or wherever books are sold. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Proverbs 22.6 tells us, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will never depart from it. God bless, and I'll catch you next time.